everyone, this is Pam and Sunny from the Paper Outpost. How's everybody doing today? I thought I would do a fun rundown with you of my 10 top tools that I can't live without in the junk journal world. Yes, we have the orchestra going on in the other room. That is my African Grey Holly and the two lovebirds all chiming in because Mama's doing a video. So if uh, that doesn't totally throw you, hang on tight and let's go through them. Number one. And I don't think a lot of these will surprise you because you do see me use them a lot. So, um, but for new folks or maybe somebody getting into junk journaling and they're wondering what to uh, buy if you are going to buy something, first let it be said that, okay, no surprise. The first one. Cropodile 2 Big Bite, not crocodile, cropodile, C-R-O-P, yeah, a D-I-L-E, numeral 2, Big Bite, yes. <laughs> okay, um, probably the most important things to invest in aren't your papers, aren't all that other stuff. It's a good set of tools if you're going to put your money anywhere. Are they essential? No. There's all workarounds for any of this stuff. You do not have to have any of this stuff to have tons of fun. I want you to know that you don't have to run out and, and purchase expensive items. Not a lot of these are expensive items. I think this is probably maybe the second most expensive item, first or second. And uh, um, uh, so everything has a workaround, uh, but these like as you're going, if you're going to be mass making, if you're going to make a bunch for Christmas, uh, maybe some junk journals, sometimes things that make life easier on the little paws helps because uh, little paws get tired if they get overworked. At least mine do. Okay, so this was all set up to look like one of those cool YouTube sites where it's all pretty and fancy. Okay, that did, that's over. All right, just, just okay, blowing that up. <laughs> I have birds, I can't, I can't do, I can't do scented cancels. There you go. Okay, in reality. Okay, here we are. Um, let me zoom in a little. <laughs> okay, this is the Cropatile 2 Big Bite. I'm not going to go over how it works. I do show how it works in a lot of my videos. But um, basically, in a nutshell, and I think I'm going to tell you the pros and cons of what I have found. Because no tool is perfect. And I want you to have a full understanding of what I like about it and what I maybe could, I see where there could be improvements. Okay, so number one is um, it works as an eyelet squasher. Whoop, sorry works as an eyelet squasher in the front, okay? And then if you slide it back number two position or three position, number two position is a hole punch. Oh, not showing you well. Where's the light? Can't see hand in the way. Oh, disaster pants. One, two, two hole punchers. Okay, so you get when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply two size hole punching you can punch deep into a page because of the long reach so if you have to get into the middle of a um, page to punch the hole like let's say you want to punch it right there it's very hard to do with just a regular circle punch so uh, great advantages awesome tool um, I think you can probably get these at most of the big box stores you can also get them on Amazon and um, they're available and watch for coupons and things like that. I think there's often coupons for these things. Uh, Joann's, um, 
Hobby Lobby, Michaels, that kind of stuff. Okay, so number two, number two, what is it? Oh, my trusty, oh, I didn't tell you the downside. Okay, so the downside is it's a mechanical device. This thing can break. It is possible, I have broken one, but I have put it through a lot, okay? And I went out and I literally ran, I have a Hobby Lobby literally almost within walking distance. I ran and paid full price and was just so happy I got another one because it was the only one on the shelf and I really needed one at that moment. So to me, um, for what I put it through, uh, you know, there's only so much I can ask of it and it works great and it's like 99% reliable. So there you go. Ta-da. Number two, bone folder. What is a bone folder for? Well, a bone folder is to fold paper, to fold, let's say you have a whole pile of papers and you're gonna fold them in half to, to make a, uh, pages in your book and you can do that. Now you can also do that with other little things you have around the house. Maybe you're gonna use the edge of scissors or a spoon or a butter knife or something like that. But there's something about, let me put some more in the light here. There's something about the bone folder that gives you that extra crisp, the way it's designed, you've got the little sharp, it's not super pointy, but it's like a, uh, this, I don't honestly even know what this one is for. Sometimes, sometimes if I went super sharp or I'll just go like that, or you can, you can do this if you're doing rub-ons, stuff like that. Um, and I also, when I purchased it, you have the choice of getting a plastic one or like a nylon one or a real bone, bone folder. And I decided to go, I had some plastic ones that came with some of my cutting boards, but, um, I, I compared them with the real bone folder and for some reason the real bone folder for me works better. If you're freaked out about using bone, then use the plastic one. But I figure, you know, well, I eat steak. So all those bones are sitting around doing nothing. So why not put them to good use? And that was probably something that old bookmakers used to use. Uh, way back when, uh, you know, bone, everything, every part of the animal was used if you were going to eat the animal. So I feel it's honoring the animal in a way that this bone from some strange animal is carrying on by making books. You know, hey, that's, that's nice, right? Um, and it does have a different feel. It does. I don't know if you can see it on this video, but you can actually see uh, the, the little trabeculae. Can you see that? I don't know if you can actually see that, but you see the little little bone ridges? See those little holy things? Yeah, it's a real bone. Okay. Um, okay, there we go. So that is number two. And um, downside, an animal had to die. Okay, there you go. All right. Truth be told. Um, number three. Well, you've seen me work with this baby. My craft knife. Yes, my little craft knife. I love these things. I buy these things um, by the barrel. And they're just cheaper that way for me. And uh, as you go, you can, um, apparently you can take this little thing and you can, I think, I don't know, somehow slide it in here. Oh, probably like this. I've never been able to do this successfully, so I will not try to do it. But I think there's like a little divot in there and you can use this, if you get it in there, to break, break it off. Well, okay, obviously I don't know what I'm doing. You can probably watch a YouTube video on that. Um, but what I do is I always put on a pair of glasses because I, I never know where stuff's going to go flying. And I bring it down to where it's being held by the yellow. Oh, no, just past the yellow. It's holding the second one. So the second one can't go anywhere. And then I take this and I pop it off in the garbage so it doesn't go flying. And that's what I do. And then I use my craft knife until it goes dull. And I notice that it's not cutting very well anymore. And then I clip a piece off and um, you have to do it quite frequently more frequently than I would like to admit but when it cuts it cuts really well what's great about this as opposed to a guillotine or 
um, you know, the, the single uh, fish line or the, the, you know what I mean, like the one page at a time deal cutters. Um, you can cut tons of paper all at once. Uh, you just hold your paper, you've got your ruler and you're with the craft knife and you get nice flush edges. Uh, Danger side, it's not very protective of your skin. It doesn't care. So uh, you have to be very vigilant when you're using it. Watch your fingers. Don't take your eye off the blade. Move slowly and firmly and um, there's no rush. I don't want you to lose appendages, but it's a great tool if you feel comfortable working with it. Okay. Uh, that was number three. Okay, number four is Fiskar scissors. Okay, so mine looked like they went through World War III. Uh, but these little tiny um, easy action scissors, I, I love these because they, um, they, you squeeze to cut as opposed to pull to cut like you do with regular scissors you have to pull apart and that's harder on the hand muscles squeezing is easier on the hand muscles and i'm always trying to protect my hands and give my hands rest so if you have arthritic hands or tired hands or hands that are not super strong um, these are great for that now they do come in big and small sizes at least th that i have found and i find both of them very very handy because i can i can cut very well using minimal effort and they lock very easily. I could do it all one-handed, so when your hands are all uh, occupied, um, those are great options. Also the little Fiskar scissors, the little tiny ones, I think these are five inch ones, um, something like that. They, um, they have this nice little tiny point. So if you really want to get in there and fussy cut, boy, these are really good. They could really get in there. And I'm the world's worst fussy cutter. So I need all the help I can get. Now downside would be, can you see how the, um, uh, the rubberized area here is melting? Um, and looking like the battleground that it came from. Yeah, that's because of all the glues on my hand, especially the silicone glue, the Fabrifix clear silicone glue. Yeah, that and rubber together will start to dissolve. So you will find that over time, these little areas here, which are rubbery, which are great for grip, may become gummy if you're a messy crafter like me. But if you, I don't think that would be a problem if you used what, just wet white glue, but if you're gonna use a silicone glue, like dissolves like, so you might have an issue there. So that's probably the worst of it, And but it's definitely, for me, I, I'll, I don't care what the scissors look like. It's not like you're gonna be on TV. Well, okay, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, never ba -ba five. Number five, my metal ruler. Okay, uh, um, the, and the flip side, it's very handy if you have the cork on the back. That way it doesn't slip, which is very nice. Um, the other side, which you can feel it, has a nice sharp edge. That's great for tearing. So if you're tearing a paper, where's that paper? I want to show you something on this paper so I don't want to totally lose it. You see, I can never find a paper. Isn't that ridiculous? Um, it just makes easy cutting. You know what I mean? It's just so easy. And um, it gives you kind of a nice little rough edge, which I think is an attribute in our world. Um, don't you love it that messy and torn is good? I know, I know. <laughs> um, I don't know, it, not everybody's style, but it's definitely mine, so it works well for that. And uh, okay, so I'll just show you this paper because I, I was giggling about it. I had to show my husband, not this side. This is what you do, okay, worn knees and elbows, what you did back in the 50s and 60s to handle that little old problem. 
Yeah, 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 baby. Yeah, that's what you do. You put ice cream and stars on your knees. I had to show my husband because I knew he would be terrified that I would attempt to do this on his jeans. And he begged me, please, no, 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 no. <laughs> so that's a riot, isn't it? Okay, uh, number six is the craft mat. That's right. Let's um, I'll back it up here a little bit. Okay, so you can see. I have a giant craft mat I use. It's, what is it? It's 36 inches that this way and 24 inches that way. So it covers a huge area. You do not need a giant craft mat, but a small one will help you. It actually helps you measure and not measure. Okay, oh, so the, the, the downside of this, hmm, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's sharp. You could potentially cut yourself, but that's never happened. Um, it hides, it hides under your papers when you're trying to find them. I can tell you that much. And, um, they're relatively inexpensive. So I can't even say that it's cost prohibitive. Nah, it's a pretty good thing. Um, and you can find these in any stores as well. At any art store, office store, um, this Westcott brand is a good one. Um, and you'll feel it. Feel, make sure you feel for the edge, make them a nice little sharp edge there because that's going to help your tearing. A rounded edge one won't help as much. Okay, what else, what else? Oh, yes, it's a big chirpathon next door. Okay. Oh, I didn't get in their breakfast yet. Maybe that's it. I, I'm coming. I'm coming with breakfast. Breakfast is coming. Oh, they, they will not let me forget it, I promise you. Um, uh, okay, so what do we have? Uh, number seven, your, my big yarn needle. Okay, let's zoom in. Uh, the big eye. That's what we want, people. The big eye. This is for the blind. That's right. Um, like me. Uh, I can't thread a needle for the life of me. Yes, I know about the little gizmo thing, but can you ever find that thing when you need it? Not in my sewing drawer. Um, so, but this makes life so much easier. And this pairs beautifully with this because either hole that this makes, this can go through without a problem. So if you are threading waxed linen thread, if you're threading embroidery floss, if you're threading crochet thread, whatever it is you're using to bind your signatures into your book, this, uh, I mean, look, look, da, 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 da. it's not sharp at all. Da, 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 da. Some are. Okay, so when I originally bought my pack, I think there's, I don't know, maybe five or so or something in the pack. And I didn't know. I don't know. And they were, you couldn't just buy one. You had to buy the pack. So I got the pack. And this one is a little shorter with also a big eye. And it's, it has a little sharper of a point. Still not painful. So when it comes through the back, this guy, yeah, he's got a sharp point. He's like a needle, needle on the end. So you got to be careful which one you use. Ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah. So um, if you get a pack of them, definitely test first. And uh, you don't need a sharp needle if your holes are big enough. Um, there you go. Okay. Definitely love that. All right. What else? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, oh, I've got to take you out. Hang on. Sorry. Whoops. Oh, all over the place. My sewing machine is number eight. That's right. I love my sewing machine. It's having a, um, a little war with me at the moment and I'm trying to treat it kindly. I'm going to go get it all cleaned out. It needs its uh, insides cleaned. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many things that you can do with sewing with paper and junk journals and things like that. It's just a, a world of fun to be had. So definitely if you... Um, are considering getting a sewing machine for, or maybe you have an old one, or maybe your friend has an old one, or your sister or the neighbor doesn't use one anymore, 
would you mind if I, uh, uh, you know, like if you're really not using it, can I, can I have it? Yeah, because honestly, these things take up a lot of room and if people are not using them, and I stored a sewing machine for probably 10 to 15 years before I actually used it. Yeah, and that, it took a huge room in the closet and uh, if somebody would have come along to me and said, um, do you have a sewing machine you're not using? I would have said, yes, please take this thing because I didn't have the heart to just give it away. I don't know why I felt like everybody should have a sewing machine in the house, even though I never used it. And then all of along, all of a sudden came junk journals and voila, I was like, I need to use my sewing machine. So I went up to the closet and I pulled it out and dusted it all off and, uh, um, you know, sewed paper with it and uh, probably did everything wrong, but looked at a bunch of YouTube videos on how to load the bobbin thread the bo like get the thread on the bobbin my gosh and uh um it should be easier it really should be easier that's all i can say after this many years really really have we not advanced past all that we should it just put, should be plug and play all right am i am i can i get a heck yeah yeah um but then Okay, so I played with it and then finally, finally, finally figured it out and then the fun began. So it really, it wasn't that hard. If you're, if you're timid about it, I encourage you to give it a go. Um, I used to say that you can go down to your Goodwill and get them for 20 bucks. These were around, like, I, there would be 20 in my Goodwill sitting there. And now after COVID, I think everybody took up sewing because I, I never find any anymore. And I would definitely purchase a backup one for moments like this. Um, but I don't have that. So um, uh, I'm going to have to live without it until I get it back from the guy. And um, I don't know, I think they said 60 bucks and we just do whatever it needs. It doesn't matter. It'll just be working when you get it back. So that's still cheaper for me than buying a new one. And I can't get one at Goodwill right now. So um, and I think when I originally, originally purchased this one, this might actually be my second one. I think maybe I somehow, I think this might be my second one. Um, I did go to Walmart not that long ago, probably two to three years ago now. And I think it was somewhere around the $150 range for this particular brand. I don't even know if they carry it anymore, but uh, that that's the one. It seems to be a good workhorse. I've put it through a lot. It has forgiven me mercifully many times, but it finally threw up a white flag and said, clean me. And um, I'm okay with that. You know, there's only so much we can ask of our things, but that is number eight. So we are moving on to number nine. Let me put you back in your little cradle here. There you go. You're all snug. Okay. Number nine is, is that right? No. Oh, this is just such a basic thing, but so, so handy in the, when you're making junk journals. Paper clips, paper clips, paper clips, long live the paper clips. Small, medium, and large, I have found are vital for different reasons. There's even smaller than this. I, I can't find those little tiny Tim Holtz ones now. They disappear when you throw them in the paper clip bin, gone. And I, what I, I did was I took, a paper, I took a safety pin and I hung them all on that. And then I threw that in there and I, I, I can't find it. It's just like, it swallowed, got swallowed by the mass. Um, it's in here somewhere. Do you see it? Yeah, me neither. Okay, why paper clips? Such a um, basic tool. Well, we do paper clip a lot of ephemera and embellishments onto the pages of our junk journal for easy removal. And um, we also paper clip our signatures in, on different locations. Number one, to keep the pages together while we're working. And number two, to denote up and um, uh, top and front 
Okay, so it's very easy. If you kind of get into a rhythm, I'm always going to put a paper clip on the where. Okay, so you've got your, your signature. Uh, and I can, because sometimes the pages, as you're working, they get turned around and you don't really remember what is the front anymore. But if you come along and you put a little paper clip, your front top, there I always know that's my front top. No matter what happens to the page, I walk away, I go have a snack, the world comes in the front door, doorbell guy happens. I pick this up again, it's like, oh yeah, there's my front top. There, I'm always good. So that is a, a physical reminder. Um, downside to, oh, the big one, uh, very, if you've got big fat signatures and you need to clamp them together or say you're, you're punching hole, whatever you're doing, if you need a bigger, stronger arm, that's what I consider a paperclip, either little fingers or a big hand or a big arm in there, an extra pair of hands almost to hold things. Um, you can do fun things with them. You can color them. I just tossed these in to a, a little, um, sandwich bag and then squirt it in a little like a, just a couple drops of alcohol ink roll it around and leave the baggie open and let the, them all air dry and then you've got cute little colored paper clips so you can do a lot of fun with them you can get if you find the vintage ones oh they're really cool they're they're heavier they're sturdier they're stronger and they're usually smaller and um there's big ones too but a lot of them are smaller than our traditional paper clip and uh so if you're at vintage sales or books, um, you know, flea markets, garage sales and stuff, keep an eye out for boxes of paper clips because, um, you know, they're not, I mean, they're inexpensive, but they're not, I think they should be more inexpensive considering what they are. Um, sometimes I think they charge too much for them in the, in the office supply stores. So whenever you can get them for next to nothing, get them for next to nothing. And, um, the Dollar Tree does sell them. I think they're plastic coated ones, which makes it very easy on and off to, um, Take them on and off the pages but they don't have quite the vintage feel that the old ones do um and uh, you know it's so funny in our world an old rusty paper clip is gold what you know how is that i don't know i don't know okay those are the paper clips and number number 10 and there's also a bonus one i'm going to throw in at the end because of course i thought of it after and i realized what an important tool it is but number 10 on my list is back up a little bit my big shot yeah it's uh, another old workhorse and I love my big shot Let me back it up if you've never seen one but basically it is a non-electric it's a manual crank 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 it's a thing to either die cut or to emboss and um, sometimes those terms are confusing but uh, I primarily use it for embossing I I have all the dies and I have all the pretty things. Um, but honestly to sit there and slowly, you know, crank, set them all up, crank it through and you get like one cut per, you know, pass through, eh, eh. you know, it's very, very pretty. It's very meticulous, tiny, dainty work. You got to get in there with a little brush and, and brush out all the, the pieces that got stuck, stuff like that. It's just too cumbersome. Um, a lot of people, uh, love and rave about the, I think it's the cricket, the cry cut. I don't know how you say it, but it, I think it's cricket. And there's, there's other like electric versions of this. And, um, I think card makers really love them. And I, I don't want to be universally saying this. I don't know, but, um, I think that they have different purposes for different, uh, things. And it's just another fun tool to play with. And if, um, for me, I don't have the space and, um, I think, um, I don't want to die cut. Yeah, I just, there, there, I'm saying it. I don't want to die cut. I just want to have it uh, easy. <laughs> 
I like tearing. I like uh, cutting things out from book pages and stuff. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, me and the die cutting never, never connected. Um, but this guy, what I do when I use it, uh, I usually primarily use it for uh, embossing. Now there's, that word means many things to different people, but the embossing I'm talking about is um, making an impression into a piece of paper with some kind of embossing envelope, which keeps it easy. And I'll just give a demonstration. Here is an envelope or paper or cardstock or book page. You can put anything in here, which is kind of fun. You stick it in here and you can find these very inexpensively. Go to Tuesday morning. Usually they have a bunch of these uh, little um, embossing envelopes. And then you got to figure out what sandwich. I mean, that's probably the hardest thing. Like you get the, I'm not going to go through exactly how to work this thing, but you, you have a base and then it might not be tight enough. So you get these extra plates and then you shove them in there until it's tight enough which you just sort of figure out as you go. And then you put that in there and you put this in here and it makes all sorts of weird crank sounds. Sounds like the whole thing's going to implode. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe too thick. Let's see. Oh yeah, too thick. Okay, let me get one of these out of here. I thought it was too thick. Okay, I'll try you. So it's kind of a, I've just got to get the feel for it, which is going to be the right thickness. Oh, there we go. Okay, now we're rolling. Now that weird crack sound, you want that. Isn't that weird? I know. It sounds like glass breaking or something. You don't have to go backwards, but you can. Um, if you feel like maybe it wasn't tight enough, you want a better squash. But then you get something that looks like that. Ooh, isn't that pretty? And then you can run over this with inks. You know, you can gild it with gold. You can, you can still, um, you can... Um, uh, you know, you can take dyed ones, um, avocado dyed, coffee dyed ones, and then imprint. Got to watch out for the crinkle factor though, because sometimes when we, we bake, things get extra dry and crunchy and that might shatter. But, um, let's try this. just want to show you that you can do this with this because, um, I do like to mass make stuff occasionally. And uh, so that was one envelope, right? Well, let's try one, two, three, four, five envelopes at one time and see if that will work. Well, I don't know if it'll take, I'm pretty sure it'll take five. Um, one will be better than the other. Okay, here we go. I hope it fits. That's, that's the big question. Will it fit? Maybe not. Okay, so we'll try four. Sometimes life is a, you know, trial and error. Probably could use a different sandwich section here and then it'll fit, okay. Not one more. All right, maybe I'm just gonna take this out and put this one back in. Maybe I don't, I can do that. Yeah, I'm always trying to figure out a way to make things more efficient. Let's try it. I have done this before in the past, so I'm relaying, I'm relying on what worked before. We'll see if it works. Okay. I don't think I'm thick enough. See, when it goes through too easy, you don't get the squash factor. Okay, come on back to me. Come on back to mama and show them how it's done. All right, so that one, okay. What's thicker? I think you're thinner. Okay, we'll try, we'll try you. You're thinner. And the five. Here we go. So it's kind of like that's what you do with this thing. You just sort of figure it out. Okay, we're going. We're going. I think this is going to be good. Now this one, because there's a lot, I may come back and squash it again. Just because there's a lot. This is not hard on the hands. I wouldn't say it's difficult, but it's not the easiest thing in the world either, If, if you know, depending on what you do. Okay. Now some, depending on the, the squash rate, you'll get better impressions than others. That was a halfer. Oh, no, these are, these are like, I would see these, uh, I, w I need more pressure. Okay, how can we create that? I have seen this done, let's try it. Let's just try it. Um, 
you, you don't have to go buy all these extra pieces and everything. Sometimes if you just need a little more pressure, you grab some paper or something, anything to give yourself a slight bit of extra thickness. Here, we'll try this. We will try a dust cover. Yeah, why not? We have it right here. Okay, so it will it fit? I think so. Okay, let's try it. See if that gives us enough elevation. So if you slip an extra piece of paper, a piece of chipboard, cardboard, something in there to give it a little more squasharama. Okay, let's see what we got now. Whoa, no, not going. Ah, oh, yeah, there we go. Yep. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's going. Oh, oh too close. Sorry. Okay. All right. And we're going and we're going. It feels tighter. Definitely feels tighter. Coming back. Coming back. High hopes here. High hopes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I know. All right. Better than before. Um, there you go. So if not perfect, but better. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got that one. And then they're a little softer underneath, but they're still pretty, you know? And as long as you get some ridge, it's, they're just, I don't know, I just think these things are, they remind me of old Victorian letters. Aren't they so pretty? I know the back one came out good. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, it's so pretty, look at the backs. Oh, it's so pretty. Okay, so that is number 10. So there are, okay, the pros and the cons are, it works great, it's non-electric. Um, and the cons are you got to do the sandwich shuffle to figure out exactly what the perfect thickness is. These things look weird after a while, but that's apparently normal and it doesn't, I don't think it destroys, I've never had to replace these things. Um, uh, so a very reliable little uh, tool from the ages. I think I originally paid $40 for mine. I think they're a lot more now. Every once in a while you can find one in, um, I actually bought mine in Tuesday morning, they were blowing some out. So keep an eye out there. You might find a good deal on them or if you can use coupons or something like that, um, you can buy them online, but they tend to be kind of pricey online. Um, or you can find old ones. Like, I mean, check out, um, can I say this? I don't know. But check out those places where you can um, um, buy used stuff. You know, <laughs> eBay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can say eBay. So eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, places like that where people have used craft supplies. Etsy, you might even find some used ones on Etsy. Um, the biggest thing will be shipping with those things because they're a little bit heavy. They do take up um, space in your craft room. So sometimes that can be a little bit, um, you know, uh, you know, you don't like, like table space is a commodity in a craft room. That should be another tool, table space, right? But it's not, it's not on the list. Move on to the bonus one. Here, here it comes. Ba, 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 Glasses. Yeah. Reading glasses. Um, they, oh gosh. Uh, if I didn't have these, life would be a lot more difficult. I think I would be not making junk journals and I would be making, you know, those, those round things you pour in wet cement and then you put your hand in it. Yeah, that would probably be all I could do. Um, so to me, these are <laughs> probably my most vital tool because uh, it allows me uh, not to get eye strain and um, allows me to see the tiny little, uh, you know, intricate uh, pieces and corners and, and that type of thing, especially when you're 
fussy cutting, you know what I mean? Um, so I hope that gives you a good idea. Um, and, and you can get these at the Dollar Tree. You know, uh, I usually go there and I buy 10. I kid you not, I buy 10. And then I put them all over the house, in the car, by my bedside, in the living room, where I work on my computer stuff, and then all sorts of places in the craft room. So there you have it, folks. The 10 um, of my personal must-have tools in the craft room. Like I said, um, there are options for all of these things. You do not need these. Um, you can work around these in many ways, shapes, or forms. And I would love to hear what your favorite tools are. Is there anything that I missed that you uh, you have to have that you love? Um, something something that you're just like, Pam, don't forget that, blah, 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 blah. And because uh, I do, I hear you. I hear you. And uh, share that with us because, um, you know, things like this can make things easier for other people when they're just starting out or maybe they want to try a new tool, you know, because they've been doing it the old way for so long and they just think, wow, I never even thought about doing that. So there you go, folks. And um, Sunny, sleeping, sleeping. Okay, got it. Um, uh, for everybody who's been here for a while, thank you so much. And thank you so much for helping us get to 80,000 subscribers. Oh my gosh, you guys are awesome. And, and that's totally you guys, that's not me. I am just some woman gluing, as you know. And that's all you guys. So um, the true celebration is for you. So uh, we are gonna do something to celebrate this. And um, I'm, I'm percolating on a few ideas, but I will get back with you in the future on that. Uh, for those who are new and have never heard this little jingle, um, uh, all my links are located down below my videos in the drop down description box. And um, uh, my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time. I also do podcasts, which are audio, which is new material related to junk journals, paper crafting, the life of a crafter, and um, answer question Q&As. So a lot of times if you see you posted a question in comments and I haven't gotten back to you, check out the podcast Q&As because often I will just batch answer questions. Um, that way um, I can I can address more people and touch base with more people. So if that works for you, and remember the podcasts are free, there's no charge for them. Um, if you have Apple or Spotify, you can listen to it on there and about like eight other platforms. But if you don't have any of that fancy stuff, you just click on the link and you can automatically listen to any one of the podcasts you want. There's over three years of podcasts on there right now. Um, I have an Etsy shop. Oh boy, there's a shocker, huh? Okay, and, and what do I sell in my Etsy shop in case you don't know? Um, first of all, I, I sell vintage digi kits, which you can download and print out at will. You can use these pictures any way you like in your junk journals um, or in your art. And uh, they're for use uh, for folks who um, you love the old papers, you love uh, your, like, uh, you know, the beautiful images and you want to have access to those and you realize that it can take a long time to search, find, save, collect in a collection um, and it can be expensive if you, if you actually buy the real thing. So, um, or you don't have the space to say uh, for the real thing. So this is a great option to have uh, cool images at the ready, print them out, and they're saved on Etsy forever. They never disappear. Even if you can't find them, they still are there. And uh, there's little tricks and ways to help you find them. And I've got um, a little video on how to find your download files and stuff like that. If you need it, just let me know. I'm happy to email that to you and help you find your files because uh, uh, they're there and I want you to have fun and use them. And um, uh, also in my, uh, um, oh, oh, do I have one? No, of course not. They're over there. Uh, I have uh, ephemera 
collections, and now that translates to real old papers and cool papers for、uh, junk journaling. So if you're new or you just want to experience what it's like to feel a lot of different types of paper in your hand,、um, maybe have some pieces from、uh, very old times,、uh, and and see if that would be something you would like to explore、uh, further in your future. I have uh, made. Um, Collections of these—they come a hundred in a pack. It's a nice variety of old ledger,、uh, hand-dyed paper that I personally hand-dyed,、um, um, postcards, tea cards, gorgeous book pages. There's a nature section. There's a like a like oh, there's just like so many things in there. I always go blank like what is in there,、um, but there's like so many things.、Um, music paper, dictionary,、uh, just just really cool things. And I put that all together for you in these、uh, collections, or I call them fundles, ephemera bundles equals fundle. And、uh, if I have them available, you're going to see if you get to the actual homepage of my Etsy shop, which is not the easiest thing in the world to get to. It is on the、um, left navigation bar. There's going to be a section called ephemera collections, and、um, Uh, you just click on there, and that'll show you、uh, how to purchase. And if、uh, you can't figure out how to get to the homepage, just look down below the video, and there should be a direct link if I put it in there. And if it's not, I'm trying to update all my videos so that they have those up there. And I, I make those in about batches of ten, and as I have another ten, I, I upload them. So if you happen to come across them,、um, awesome. And、uh, and that's until supplies run out. So, okay. I'm literally going through my stuff. This is from my personal collection. I've co- I've not collected. I've amassed a lot of stuff, and there's just no physical way I can use it all myself. But I want to honor it, and I love the idea of sharing it with you guys. And so that's why I'm I'm going through and I'm making these collections, and um, um, I want to get these papers into people's hands because I I think there's a lot of paper lovers out there, and I think you guys are going to go crazy hopefully、um, when you when you see them. Um, I, I don't know. I do, and、uh, if that's something that speaks to you, check them out. And what else?、Uh, oh, I have a free monthly email newsletter. In case you didn't know, and why might you want that? Well, you get a free digital image、uh, emailed to you every month. You don't even have to think about it; it'll just come. Papa, there it is, and it's at the bottom of the newsletter. So if you're looking for it, looking for it, looking for it, scroll all the way to the bottom of the newsletter, and it's right there. Also, all the way to the bottom at the newsletter, you're going to find a、uh, two links: a Word doc and a PDF for the note from the bookmaker, which.、Um, Is、uh, available to you. It's something that I wrote. There's probably grammar errors and spelling errors. Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, you're welcome to use it, massage it,、uh, change the wording, do whatever you want. It is something that I tuck into my big chunky monkey journals because I often get,、um, and you may have experienced this,、uh, squirrely face if you give somebody a journal and they don't know what it is because it it's maybe a little bit intimidating and they're like, what on earth? Or they they're just like intrigued but they have no idea what to do with it. It might be a new concept to them. Um, it explains what an Eartha Junk Journal is and the many different ways that you can use it and approach using it.、Um, and also, there is a checklist of supplies. Let's say you are gathering things in the world and you're wondering, gee, what should I use for a junk journal? Here I am going shopping, going to the park, going, you know, to my friend's house, going to visit my mother, whatever it is.、Um, It's eight pages long. Yeah, and you can download that and take a look at that, and it'll just give you ideas of what to keep your eyes open for out there in the world, to, so that you can you can gather them all and bring them home with you because half the fun is the hunt, right? Absolutely. And then you know you can become a hoarder like me. And、um, 
You can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And come and join our Facebook group. We're having an awesome time over there. We do weekly and monthly challenges. You're welcome to participate or just enjoy, sit back and watch, also known as lurking. And um, uh, also we focus on the videos we do here. And I love to see your ideas and takes and thoughts and things like that on them because we all learn from each other. I learned so much from you guys. Thank you for all your contribution. And um uh, spreading the word. It has really, really, uh, it's, it's just, I'm flabbergasted. I'm, I'm, I'm in awe. So thank you so much to everybody. Um, I have an Amazon store. So if you're looking for any tools or supplies, um, that's an awesome place to look, uh, at least to get you started. If, uh, you are looking for, you know, a crocodile big bite, uh, what's it look? How much is it? Can I read the details on the product? That's a great place to start. So there, there's a link down there below. If you want to do that, a lot of these products, like I said, you can also get in the big box stores, Hobby Lobby, Michael's, Joann's, Walmart even carries a lot of this stuff. Target, I'm sure carries a lot of stuff. I don't normally go to Target. There's not one close to me. And, um, uh, little office supply stores, things like that. Um, doo -doo -doo. I think that's everything. So there you go, fellow paper lovers. Remember that fun can be simple. Why am I? This must be so annoying. I am so sorry I'm doing that. Okay, I, I shall stop now. Okay, have an awesome day. Have way too much fun than is allowed publicly. <laughs> and I will see you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye.